Good evening. Um, we'll finish up this week with uh, some shilas which we had left off on the coronavirus and we'll move on with other shilas. Um, do I have a child question? Do I need to take off the pictures of the wall in the room where I'm davening on the Mizrach wall? Yes, the answer is yes, you should take it off because the law is you cannot daven in front of a tzir, of a picture of a human being. So it shouldn't be that you're bound to him. So therefore, yes, you should take it off. By the way, a lot of times people have in shul all kind of books and they have pictures on it, a picture of the Rebbe, a picture of, of Tzadikim. It's also Kedai that when you damage a it shouldn't be on the table in front of you because the same Indian is that you shouldn't bow to a human being. Question. Do we say Yontov or in the weekdays when you daven Yechidas Mayerev, if you say this piece which you say Shabbos after Valoimer, Borchi, that whole piece of Zoyer. In the Siddur on Shabbos there's a piece which you say when you daven Yechidas. Do we say it on Yontov and on weekdays? The answer is no, you don't say it, because that's part of a Zoyer which starts Ruzi the Shabbos, the Kegavnu. So therefore, Shabbos, when you have you say it because that's part of that piece of Zoyer. But just to say the Valoimer and say Barchi, you don't do that. Question Can Oval say the Kaddish after Krisa Torah from his own porch? The answer is like this If he had the Aliyah Shlishi and then he wants to say Kaddish, then he could say Kaddish because if he could say have an Aliyah, he could also say Kaddish. But if he doesn't have the Aliyah, somebody else had an Aliyah and just he wants to, from his porch, scream his Kaddish and he's not by the Saifetoira, it's not Kedai. Because Bechal, there's a big Machoikus Rashoinam whom, to whom it belongs, this Kaddish. Some Rashoinam say this belongs to the Balkoira. Is not, does not belong for a oval. Other Rishonim say it belongs for a oval. Now, the meaning by us, Labavitch, is that the oval says, says the Kaddish. Other places in the world, the oval does not say the Kaddish, only the Balkoir, but Labavitch has the meaning that the oval says the Kaddish. Now, when the oval had the Shlishi and he says the Kaddish, that's, that's, that's what the, the, the Rishonim talk. But if you didn't have an Aliyah and somebody over should come and um, say Kaddish, that's not what says in the Rishonim. It's only when he has the Shlishi. So, but by us, the meaning is we know that the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Nishmus Aiden, used to say Kaddish even if he didn't have the Aliyah. So that's the meaning. But in such a situation that you're not by the Sefer Torah, just to say Kaddish when he didn't have the Aliyah, it's not Kedai, and then the Balkurish shall say the Kaddish. Question on Shabbos when I daven on my porch and there's no Erev in the street, may I put my Siddur or Chumash on the porch railing? The answer is no, you cannot, it could uh, fall down and you'll be Moisi Mir So you can't put it on the railing. Question What is the Alokhika criteria for adding a name? Is there a preference between Chaim, Raful, or any other name? Now, this question 
is shaykh for a Rebbe. Because uh, to change a name is a very uh, difficult thing, and state in Ba'er Ma'am Chaim, that to change a human being's name should only do a person which whatever he does, he does a Pirich HaKodesh. Because it's a very mesukendig thing to do, because a human being's name, as we know, we learn Chesidus, that's his Chayas. And if you change the name, you change his Chayas. So therefore, changing a name is not an easier thing to do. And this you have to go to a Tzaddik, to a Rebbe to do it. You know, it's not, it's not just uh, anyone could do it. But just to answer the question halachically, I will say it like this. The Ramu says in that the, the meaning is that a person is sick, then you change his name. If he had a name, you make him Mishabayrach and you change the name because when you change a person's name, that is Shini the Gezardin. And the Urchashilcha writes that you only do it if a person is very, very sick. So then you change the name. And the Rashba explains in his Chuvas that why do you change the name? Because why is it like the Ramu says it changes the Gzardin? Because when you change the name, you change the muzzle. So now, if the muzzle was basically that person should have be sick, you change his name, you won't be sick anymore. But Lamaizi the Poskim write that today's day, even when you change the name, you change it in your own, change it at you, you I'm sorry, you add the name, you don't change it at all. You're, once upon a time, they used to change. If a name, his name was Moshe, from now on, his name wasn't Moshe anymore, Chaim or Fool. But now, the Menegi is, even when you change the name, you don't change it completely, you only add a name. So if his name was Moshe, you put a Fool Moshe or Chaim Moshe, and you put the name which he added before this, the name which he had. Now, is there a preference between Chaim and Fool? I don't know. The poets can bring both names. So when you go to the tzaddik and he's going to change the name, he's going to tell you which name to pick. Question. If I'm wearing gloves and use the bathroom, when and how do I say Ashiyutzer? The answer is, you take off the gloves and you wash your hands. Because although Lagaba, there's a couple of reasons why you have to wash your hands. Because of Nikias or of Riyichru. So if mitzadnikias, maybe if you have gloves, you don't need to wash your hands because you have gloves. But the other reason, because rihru, <coughs> rihru does not go off till you wash your hands, even though if you have gloves. So therefore, you have to take off the gloves and wash the hands. We lately publicized in our Koivetz or Yisruel a new letter which the Rebbe writes to Harav uh, Gishtetner from Menebrak, which the Rebbe writes that even if you put in your hands in the, in the, in the bathroom, let's say for, to close the light, etc., you should also wash the hands because Riechru. So by us, since the Rebbe writes such a thing, Riechru is a very important thing, and therefore you have to take off the gloves and wash your hands, and then you say Ashi Question. When we daven in the yard and there are garbage bins around, may I daven there? A very good question, a very important question. The lache is, you are not permitted to say Adubish Begdisha against human waste. Tzoyo, Mayraglaim, any human waste, even if it doesn't have a bad smell. Because it says, kodesh. The place where you daven has to be Kodesh, holy, and you cannot daven where there is human waste. How far do you have to go away from the human waste? 
to your right or to your left or to your back, Dalat Amas, which is approximately eight feet. To the front, as long as you wouldn't be able to see it. Until you, you go that far that you, you shouldn't see it. If it has a bad smell, you have to go away, Dalat Amas, that means eight feet, from where the smell stopped. That means if the smell, when you stand, where you stand is a smell, and you move two feet, the smell stops. You have to move two feet plus eight feet plus Dalatamas. That means Dalatamas after where the smell stops. Smell stops. So that's human waste. But the poets can say that anything which has a natural uchi smell, bad smell, you have to make. It has the same halacha as human waste. What is? Why do I stress uchi? Because if you have, let's say, bleach. Or you have uh, gasoline, which also have a, not a good smell, but that's that's not that's a natural smell. You don't have to um, You don't have to move away dalatams. But only if it's a smell which because of sirchan, because of dirtiness, because of uh, smell, you have to move away dalatams. So any garbage when you daven and there is garbage in their side and there's a smell, you have to move away all the way till. You don't smell it anymore. Now, if you have human waste and it doesn't have a smell, then you have to make sure it should be. You shouldn't see it. it. Has to be covered. Now, you have to cover it. You could cover it even with a glass, and even you could see it see through to the glass, even though because because a smell it doesn't have a smell. It is only that you see it. But now you covered it. It's covered since the Torah says. When a person goes in the bathroom, it says, When you go in the men's room, you should cover up whatever you, or waste what you did. So therefore, once you covered it up, it's enough, even though it's see-through. So again, if you see human waste on the floor where you daven, if it doesn't have a smell, you can just cover it up with anything, even with a glass bottle. If it doesn't have a smell, you have to move away Dalat Amas from where the smell goes. Now, Davni Grunera garbage bin has another problem because if it's a small, if it again, if it's a big garbage can and uh, the places which is let me that means there are some garbage cans which is basically uh, tall, ten tfochem and it's wide Dalat tfochem. Such a thing is a separate rishis, and if it doesn't have a smell, you could daven. That means. If you have a big garbage can and it's covered and it has no smell, you could basically daven right next to that garbage can because it doesn't have a smell and it's covered. It's a sapedrishis. Even if it's not covered, it's a sapedrishis. There's no problem. But the post can say, nevertheless, they shouldn't put on a cedar or a chimish on a garbage can because it's a bzoin. So if the garbage can is 10 feet high and dalat, dalat, uh, uh, 10 tfochem uh, high, and Dalat Tfuchem, it's a separate Rishis, and then you could dive right next to it. But if you have a garbage can which is not this size, it's smaller than that size, and you have human waste inside, so then it's not considered a separate Rishis, and then you cannot dive right next to it. Okay, next question. Shvuas in Yunim. Do we eat Milchiks also the second day Shvuas? The answer is, the pashtas, the minigis of most people, you only eat the first day. And this is also the Lashad al Rebbe and Shechenor Echtuf Tzadik Dalat. The Alter Rebbe says, Nahagi the minigis that you eat milchiks the first day of Shriyas. But I heard 
and goes around the Shmiah that the Rebbe used to eat also the second day of Shavuos or Semelechix. So at least we see there is an Indian. Also, the Minch Saluzer, the Munkacher, uh, in Darkechaim Meshulam, writes that he also used to eat the second day of Shavuos Melechix. So um, basically, there is an Indian to eat second days also. It's not, it's not, it's not the meaning, but if somebody wants to eat, then he could um, eat Melechix. I always say for the people who ask me this question, if you're going to say the second day also Tiknalai Shavuos again, then you should eat Melechix again too. Question. Do you also need to wash by the Suda when you eat Melechix? The answer is it depends what is the reason why you eat um, Melechix. There's a lot of reasons. I wrote a whole essay on it in my Sefer Minigam Vesayin Vedaini. Somebody could see and look at it. I don't want to elaborate on it now. If it's because because we got the Torah which in, in 40 days and the Cholov is Begimatriya Cholov there's a lot of other reasons also also because Eden did not have Kalem because all was strafe from uh, after Matan Torah so according to that reason no you don't need to wash you eat Melchix and that's fine but there's one of the reasons which the Ramur writes is because it should be which they used to do on Shavuos so that means we, have to ha- we should have two breads so therefore since we need to have two breads, we, th- that's why we eat milachiks, because when we eat milachiks, by the first seed we're going to wash, and we have one bread, and then we're going to wash again to the fleshiga seed, because you cannot eat the same challah which you ate by the milachiga seed, you cannot eat to the fleshiga seed if you didn't wash. So therefore, automatically, if you're going to eat milachiks and shoes, you are going to have to, uh, a se- separate set of challahs for, for milachiks. So that's the reason why, why the Ramu says that that we eat melechiks in order we should have to chalas. So if this is the reason, yes, we have to wash. But that's not the menigo oilam. The menigo oilam is not that reason, like the Ramuz says. And we don't wash, most of the people do not wash to, to uh, the melechik seed. You only eat cake, cheesecake or whatever it should be. And then you wait an half an hour, uh, an hour, I'm sorry. Like the Zoyer writes, you, you wait an hour. And then you wash to a fleshig suda. Now, some people only eat the Melchik Yisuda, and that's not right, because there's a mitzvah to eat meat, Bosa Behema, red meat, and Yom Tov. It's not a chiv, the Altarev writes, Therese, that we have no shlomo, it's not a chiv, but that's a mitzvah. So therefore, if you eat the Melchik Yisuda, when you wash everything Melchiks, so at least after a while, you should at least eat exais, of Bosa Bahama because that's the mitzvah of eating Bosa Bahama. Some say that it's a mitzvah that you should eat when you after you wash, so they wash again, but at least you should eat a kazayas of uh, red meat for the mitzvah of Khiv of Simchasyantov. Question How long to wait between meals for children? The answer is till three years old, a child you don't have to wait at all. It's kedai that you give him something to eat between or to drink between, but you don't have to wait at all. From three years old till he becomes uh, five, six, which then is the mitzvah of chinach, then it's kedai to wait at least one hour. After six years old, he's mechiv chinach, then you should wait regular six hours mitzvah chinach. There's a, a letter in Zalmashimon and his koyvets. He writes, "Be mukim mitzoyrich gudel." 
then you could be Michael even till the Bar Mitzvah, but that's Bamukim Tzoyerich. Regularly, after six years old, you should st- you should wait um, six hours. From three years old to six, wait one hour. And less than three years old, you don't need to wait at all. Just to make a, a note, I had some a few times this question. Uh, milk from from a woman it's not considered milchiks and you don't have to wait between milchiks and fleischiks it's not milchiks it's parava question I used to make milchik but my friend told me it might be a problem the answer is yes um, the Allah is that you cannot make a milchik only if it's small only if it's small that means you can eat it in one in one cedar or you make a simon in by when you bake it, you make a simon that it has a different look. But if it doesn't have a different look and it's more than one cedar, then you cannot eat make a milchige challah. Since a challah is a thing which you eat usually with 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 uh, milchigs or fleishigs, so therefore if you can have a milchige challah, and somebody is going to eat it with fleishigs, so Chazal said it's osser. That means once you made a challah, which is milchiks, and it's a big challah, which doesn't get eaten in one suda, then you cannot eat it, even f- you cannot, it's also to eat. But if you make it for one seed and, and and you eat it for one seed, that's fine. Or even if you make a big one, but you make a different shape that you see it's not a regular shape, that, that will remind you that it's milchiks, then it's also fine. But if it's the same shape, a regular challah, you put in milk and it's a big, it's going to be leftovers, then you cannot even even the first bite you cannot eat it's also to eat um question i made eight milchigus uh kiddush and i'm going to eat later a suda do i make alamichu afterwards the answer is yes according to the alt always when you eat mazoinus before the suda even if you want to eat right away afterwards, you're going to wash, you have to make alamichu. The Mishmiri writes, no, you don't have to make alamichu, but the writes that you have to make alamichu and then you wash for the suda. But this this situation, in any case, you should make alamichu because it's, you have to wait a half an, uh, an hour. So since you have to wait an hour, automatically it's a half six, so therefore you should make alamichu. Can some, can some family member eat milchiks on the table that other eat fleishiks? The answer is no. You cannot eat milchiks and fleishiks on the same table. So if a child does not want to eat fleishiks and he wants to eat milchiks when you eat a fleishiks on shoes, he has to have a separate table, separate tablecloth, and um, you cannot eat together and you have to make a simon. Now, even if you're only together, on the same tablecloth also brings down is there's a rashba. The rashba says you cannot eat on the same tablecloth milchigs and fleishigs. Even if it's not together. That means prefer, first he eats milchig and then he eats fleishigs. Can be you have to change your tablecloth. But on the same time, for sure not. You cannot eat at the same time. You have to make a hacker between milchigs and fleishigs. Okay, the next we'll stop here and the next uh, session session will have other questions. And you could keep on sending in questions wherever bothers you, and we'll try to address it when we will have the time. We'll come to it. Thank you, and good night.